Star Wars geek girls. They're geek girls that like Star Wars. And sometimes cry. Okay. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Star Wars Geek Girl. I am Lizzie Perales and today I have, uh, well, Zoe is uh, in ghost mode right now, um, but we do have <laughs> the the most lovely, most kind ever, Jonah Marie. Hello. Oh, hello. Thank you for those kind words. Happy <laughs> to be here. Good to have you. And then we have the coolest and uh, ninja-like uh, Favier. Hello. Oh, that, that's me. That's, that's me. You. That, I got to yeah, be the ninja-like Definitely Favier. not Axel. He's not ninja-like. No, or a father year. That's fair. Oh no. Uh, but yes, we also have um, Axel. Hi, my name's Axel. I'm sorry, I sound like he's kind of cool. How is everyone doing today? Oh, uh, we're doing horrible today. How about you? <laughs> oh, well, at least he's honest. <laughs> yes, I do appreciate the honesty. Did I tell you I was mad at Target? Why are you mad at Target? Let me. T- I am glad you asked. <laughs> so. Guess who's excited about new High Republic books? Guess. I, you know, I think it might be um, Axel. You. Oh, yes. Axel. Guess again, Jonah. <laughs> Lizzie. Okay. Yes. One more try. Liz. Okay. It was me. I am excited. And for those who don't know, yesterday was the release of Justina Ireland's new book, Out of the Shadows. Mm-hmm. So, also, Axel and I. Uh, worked a double yesterday so i was like okay i was like here's what we're gonna do well we will like hit a target on the way to the work and i'll pick up a book and like i'll have it and then when i get home i can read and stuff right that's my plan so i go to a target first of all the target that we find on the way like i'm like oh i'll only stop at a target if i'm making good time and luckily there was no traffic and i made excellent time and i was like look there's a target right here by the freeway let's stop hey this target looks small and weird. <laughs> what if they don't have a big book section? And the book section was like one little end cap. And I was like, ah, and they didn't have it. And I was like, but they got like they got light of the Jedi, man. That's like a whole book ago. Uh, so I was like, man, they don't have it. So we went to work and we did our work and then we got a lunch break. And I was like, maybe if we there's a target around here, we can take our lunch in that shopping center and I can get the book. I remember this exact day so it was yesterday yes yesterday. <laughs> he made it sound like it was so long ago <laughs> well it was long ago it was 24 hours ago 24 whole hours ago wow. so we took our lunch by the target and as soon as i drove up to the parking lot i was like man this target is small too <laughs> this, this is a glorified pharmacy y'all and again they didn't have the book and i was like it's good <laughs> And so we finished work and I was driving home and I was like, you know what? I can always rely on the target by my house because <laughs> it's big and I know it's huge and they always have all the new stuff. And I stopped at the target by my house and I walked in and I couldn't find the book in the books places that, and it had like multiple aisles. And I looked in the kids books and I looked in the grown up books and I was like, it's why maybe they don't know where it goes. And I couldn't find it anywhere. So I like tried to like look on the, if you have the target app, you can go to the target app. And I was, it was just like not available in this store, but when you're in target and have the app, it won't let you check the other stores. So I had to go home sad that I couldn't get my book. Uh, Keep in mind, there's a target exclusive cover that I wanted to see in person before I made a decision. And I went home and I was like, okay, like, let's just see what targets around here have it. And maybe I'll go there tomorrow. And I, I looked and it was like target exclusive cover cover. Not available in stores. Okay, that's weird. How about the regular cover? Not available in stores. How are you going to have an exclusive cover of a book and not have it at any stores? (laughs) Ah! I almost, reader, I almost had to go to Walmart. (laughs) But I I don't like the Walmart exclusive cover and they only had the exclusive cover. I just want the regular cover because it has the heroes and still... Vestry Yarrow is a really cool character and I enjoy the book. And hey, 
You're interrupting my story, dude, and I'm trying yes. to roll over you, and you keep interrupting. I just wanted to say Walmart is my favorite place in the world. Do not I love Walmart so much. You can find anything there. Axel, we can barely hear you. Well, I'm whispering. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> Walmart is the best place ever. And dude, you turned the mic the other way. That's why nobody can hear you. Okay. It's backwards. Oh. Wait, th then why is... Oh my god, I can hear myself so much better. Oh my gosh. Oh god. <laughs> so I have... The whole time? Hello? Oh my yes. god, I sound great. So yeah, please don't disrespect Walmart. It's my favorite so... store. I best. haven't read any of the High Republic stuff, so I feel pretty, um, what's the word, uh, off to the side <laughs> whenever I hear <laughs> stuff, because I'm just like, what? I don't know. Okay. Um, maybe I'll read them one day, but I just they, there hasn't been anything that's caught my attention. Mm -hmm. So just Fair. a warning, do not get the main line. High Republic Adventures is bomb. Got the the main line is great. You haven't even read it, dude. Well, I think, <laughs> well have you seen the cover well like just compare the two covers again the covers are great no <laughs> don't be a jerk it has that trandoshan thingy yeah that's my favorite wait, wait really awesome he's a one-armed trandoshan uh, jedi and he rocks buck is better buck it, buckets of blood is dude right. i love bucky so much okay this is not a high republic podcast i just wanted to air my grievances with target and that's yeah, why i'm it. sad and had to order it from somewhere else mm. now i have to gotcha. wait for Thank shipping. you for sharing. Gonna be Bucky of Blood. I'm upset. You know, we hear your, um, we hear you. We see you. We're very grateful for you. I'll sit down. We're now. sorry. <laughs> um, you guys watch Bad Batch? I yes. Wow, that's really cool. Did you watch the recent one called Infested? I did. Yes. I did. What did you guys think? Filthy Drina, you grill skexy. And then they all started like throwing rocks at Chamberlain. And then he's just started saying, Please. That's not an episode of The Bad Batch. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't remember this. That's not an episode of The Bad Batch. <laughs> Good. I thought I was, you know, in a different podcast for a second. Hi. <laughs> But you yes. know, with with Axel, it, it'll be any kind of podcast. <laughs> right. Um, it was a good episode. I really enjoyed it. I mean, I'm. I know people call Fuller for pretty much anything, but mm -hmm. I I just I saw some character moments, some great character moments for our main characters. So uh, I very much appreciated it. So here's hoping we finally get to see Crosshair because he is sorely missing from everything. <laughs> I hope we don't see Crosshair. I do not like I mean, him. We just oh. came off of like two Crosshair episodes and that was pretty cool. That's well, there were two Crosshair episodes where he didn't do anything but do what the chip basically is right. holding him to do. I mean, so like I, like I want to see some, um, you know, some interactions where he is doing things because he would like to do them. Um, not because the chip is telling him to do it. So like, I, like, I want to see some of that character interaction, character mm -hmm. growth. And we gotcha. didn't really see, and like, especially since Hauser was there, it's like, that was, that would have been a great conversation between him and Hauser, but nothing happened. I don't think Crosshair is the talking type. And no, I think not. even without the chip, he's just a jerk face, jerk face. <laughs> and I, I hope you get what you're looking for, but I'm looking at cards here and I'm like, I don't know, man. I think Crosshair is just a jerk. But don't worry. It's okay. We don't miss him. Right. I think miss Jonah misses him. I think Jonah what I mean, I, I admit that he's a jerk, too. I just like for the principle of it where he mm -hmm. is representing all the other clones who are still in under control from this mm -hmm. ship like I, I would like to see some of the things that i've been wanting to see through him mm -hmm. because he is our you know the the, the focus the side, when yeah. it comes to that and and it's just like he hasn't been given anything about it although to be fair i was mad at tam for like a year and then <laughs> that's uh, fair. she became my favorite so uh, you never know they can turn <laughs> it around what's wrong with tam nothing now <laughs> she's fine now she had a, she had joined great, the man. empire hey, she right. had a tough life dude it, it was you know she had dreams that were unfulfilled uh, she thought she was gonna to find a, a nice way forward and she felt betrayed by her friends i can understand that but also how could you how dare you 
<laughs> but also welcome back. <laughs> yeah, I totally understand that he was a jerk beforehand. Um, but then that was just uh, an arc that we saw. We don't really know. And this is why I really wish that ha- they had released a novel beforehand where they had given us their origin story because paired up with how he ended up leaving, it could have been a little bit more, it could have left us with a more emotional impact. Yeah. If we had known his character, really known him outside of, you know, the casual things that he said to the regs, because to his brothers, yeah. he could actually be a little bit more. But, you know, we didn't get right, to see right. those moments. I mean, that's I mean, yeah, the cool it's, thing. Sorry, <laughs> go ahead, Dad. Oh, no, I was just going to say that's a real cool thing about a novel is that you can like dive back into a lot of those things, especially the things that were like unexplored before us, like you like crosshair a little bit more about his story and interaction with the squad what they did on Saluka Mayan when they met Voss! <laughs> I want to take a fork and and cut a piece off of... of I want to cut a piece off of Buck's horn and eat it. Roland's horn? No. He's, buckets he, of blood. Yeah, he, he's talking about... Oh, I Buck's see. <laughs> Please listen okay. to the newest episode of Rogue Rebels podcast where we talk about High Republic adventures. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, back <laughs> to the, the Bad Batch. Well, I, I was going to say based off of like, you know, what Jonah was saying, that's why I was super like, we were all super scared of when Wrecker was like slowly turning and then did turn. That was especially more emotional and no one was mad at him. Dude. So like if, yeah, yeah, if we did know more about Crosshair, even and if he was a jerk before, we would I feel bad. The, the <laughs> worst part about that whole thing about with, you, you know, as they call him, muscles, <laughs> is that people on YouTube were actually right. And they pointed out his headaches and stuff. Like, like, I mean, that was us. We were all it watching it very, going, oh, no. Oh, yeah, no. it was very oh, no, obvious. No, no, like, no. Who would have thought <laughs> that people on YouTube were actually right for for once in their Look, lives. Let's not give the people on YouTube too much credit anyway. Right. It's a very <laughs> easy observation. Like, yeah. Like I mean, I know just life, in this Zoom fail. room, I know I heard 12 podcasts all discussing that as well. <laughs> like for once in their life, they they didn't fail. Anyway. Anyway, um but yeah. I still don't like crosshair, but maybe if I knew more about him maybe yes yes um, that's all that i ask that's, that's the that's the <laughs> that's general fair. um right now um the good thing about star wars is it's never too late like they can always even if we have to wait forever i will still be happy whenever i get the crosshair book right yeah that's the thing but that's know? the thing that worries me it's like i remember yeah. asking um Del Rey about that on Twitter and it said something along the lines of having to wait for the opportunity and it's Mm -hmm. like okay well when is that opportunity the opportunity was when the series was on air and we didn't get any of that and it's just uh, specifically referring to resistance I mean but uh, yeah so it's just one of those tug of wars that I have with Star Wars and so like I I wish that they would follow through with some of these characters and their stories yeah Mm -hmm. I mean, I could, I'm still ready for the Doza book. I am so ready. I'm sorry. For that book. I'm sorry. The Doza series. Did I say that right? Wait, there's a That's series right. coming out about no. Captain Doza. Why <laughs> wouldn't there be, Axel? Because why, why wouldn't there be? Why would there be? Because it's the Dozas and they're awesome. And you have Venisa. He's awesome and you alone. Emmanuel. And you have Dora. And Venisa. Wait, and you I have know. like, the, they run the Colossus and there's all kinds of little droids that hang out Wait, in like a. I'm just realizing that they're Hispanic. Okay. I'm an idiot. I mean, we did 25 podcasts on it, but that's fine. <laughs> but I was like 11 and I don't remember. That's fair. Wait, no, I wasn't even because I was like you are also 12. Hispanic and all you saw on screen was yourself. Representation matters, people. All Woot. I saw was white. <laughs> okay, continue. But going back to the episode. Yeah, going back to the episode. Uh, so the Bad Batch comes back from a mission uh, and they see the Pikes, which I couldn't remember for the life of me what they were called because. You know, my brain was going through everything else. I was like, Black Sun? No, it's something. No. The droid Gatra? <laughs> I was going through a, like, you know, Maul's whole army. And I was like, I can't, I can't think of it. Crimson uh, Dawn? Guess what? I can name it. It's Commander Pike. I... From, From Star, Star Trek? Trek? <laughs> no. No. 
I, I made a joke because you know how the bronze it didn't land. The bronze guy who claims <laughs> his name is Pyre. Yeah, Pyre. Oh, Pyre. Pyre. The joke. Yeah, yeah. Pike. I know. I said Pike. That's why the Got joke it. didn't work. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. That's why it's a joke. <laughs> but but going back to I know oh Sal just mentioned Crimson Dawn and I I'm I'm so thankful that they gave us a new person and you know like sort of their own crime syndicate because uh that that it was very interesting to introduce this new person who we could potentially see again later on Mm -hmm. yeah um i i i honestly i kept uh i only watched this episode like yesterday uh but i kept seeing on my phone like a bunch of uh pictures of him and stuff i was like who is that is uh I couldn't figure out um if they were trying to bring back um Bizago? Oh is yeah. It? <laughs> it's the same species, but like I I don't know. That was going through my mind. But um I did like his character even though he was evil, but I like how like semi. you know, he's like from a well to do crime family like the demands and I am going to make my own crime syndicate (laughs) and this is my pet that I hold in my hand (laughs) yeah I I like how different yeah yeah he was very different and I was talking with my mom about it and we just both came to the agreement that he seemed like the kind of guy who was doing things because uh that's what was expected of him like this is the family he was born into and that's what he's going to do but he didn't really seem fully committed to it especially since he just walked away at the end so yeah I, I I find him interesting and I'm curious whether he's going to change his own path or continue being you know his uh, mother's son and finding ways to make a name for himself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but we do go in and, uh, you know, he's like, oh, well, Sid is out. And uh, I thought it was really cute that uh, Omega was really concerned about Sid. Oh. Uh, so, so basically, um, there is like, um, I can't say the word, but you know what it is or else the dogs will jump all over me. Starts with the T-R-E-A-T. Yeah, so... <laughs> There is one that was on my desk for no reason. It's been there for like two months. It's hard as a rock and old as dirt. I've I've seen someone say that. So that's just explaining. And I, I had it just, I don't know what I was doing, but it like cracked. So I was like treating it just like a Lego and just like putting it back together. And Echo jumped and he got it from my desk (laughs) and now he's chewing on it. Hopefully he doesn't get sick or die. Thank you. Thank Dad, you for the information. The so we can hear his chewing noises. No, oh, yes. this is not an ASMR podcast. But He's yeah, what you so were saying, uh, what you were I, saying about Sid and Omega, yes. Omega, yeah. I thought it was really cute how Omega was really concerned about Sid because even in the uh, last episode, we or last episode, definitely not the last episode, when last, she last and her episode. were uh, playing card or. Not cards. Dejark. Right. Dejark. Dejark, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, they had a somewhat bonding moment. Somewhat. It was, it's a little shaky, but like Omega has a big heart and cares for a lot of people and knows that Sid isn't all too bad as she says she is. Um, so, awesome. you know, Bad Batch doesn't want to go save her. Uh, and there she is <laughs> uh, in their ship. Yeah. yeah. And I like that she's like, well, at least somebody's worried about me. That was perfect. Yeah. And then like sweet. Bolo and Catch are just playing like, yeah. <laughs> Sabak on top of uh, Gonky. That was so funny. That was, that was a perfect uh, shot that was needed <laughs> in that episode. So they have names? Yes. Bolo and Catch. I wish I didn't know that. You wish you didn't know that? Yeah. You can forget it, I'm sure. No, I can't. It's very easy. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, yeah, I really do love their relationship and how it's just so different compared to the rest of the Bad Batch because mm-hmm. being that they're soldiers, I feel like they're really very de- detached from making any sort of deep connections with anyone except for Omega. And we saw that when they pulled their weapons on <laughs> the pikes or even, you know, mm-hmm. suggesting that Omega stay behind. So mm-hmm. I just, I really love the... Uh, 
the comparison there between the two different kinds of relationships and um and Sid is just I just I love that she comes up with nicknames but I need one for Echo Echo doesn't have one so far yeah uh, all I noticed were muscles goggles and that was it that's all I noticed and tiny from Omega bandana Bandana. (laughs) Uh, so what would Echo be yeah I don't know I think Echo would be an idiot but 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 not but not actual echo actual echo is nice but our echo sucks oh, you're talking about the puppy okay yeah hate him okay anyway <laughs> we're talking um, about the show axel well there's... look at him he's like yawning and stuff nobody like look at him talking about the show again <laughs> well uh, i was thinking because he's not cyborg really cyborg. yeah i was gonna say Brain. cyborg because there's really not much to him besides looking robo different. boy unless you call them something like droid arm <laughs> screwdriver yeah <laughs> yeah i can see that <laughs> it's gonna be mega man it's mega man that's fair um anyway she's talking about how they kind of overthrew her and um t- took over her bar uh and there's a bunch of of spice that they're trying to smuggle out um mm. so they want to take it for themselves first so they go on a whole mission another mission i'm so um, happy it wasn't spiders yeah i was ex- oh yeah the flu i thought it was gonna be because it looked <laughs> yeah, like webby too. yeah, yeah. And, and also like i heard the clicking like real spiders don't click but that's fair well yes they a do. lot of movie spiders click yeah. <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> right you've um, never but... heard a spider in real life <laughs> Yeah. but the earlings yeah mm-hmm. they they were interesting very um alien for sure with that green green yeah. goo <laughs> they seem like just giant moths oh yeah yeah, yeah. except they went away from the light but yeah yeah i was gonna say they're like hated the something. light they kind of died i got um, something to say and that something is moth gideon oh yeah that's a good one <laughs> All right, right on right on grand moth tarkin <laughs> thank you axel uh, but yeah, they go into a secret way of like this giant cave that leads to um, Sid's office, which honestly, I, I did not enjoy that cave, even with all the moths, even though, I, you know, you and I were both very happy that they were not spiders. <laughs> uh, they were still creepy and um, they didn't want to make any noise to wake them or else, you know, mm-hmm. they would cause a panic um because they didn't even really harm anyone they kind of just no they like ripped that whole team off of their thing and they fell to their deaths remember like the other guys when they like later (laughs) i guess i didn't see it as like definitely were dangerous (laughs) i didn't see it as hurting them i just saw it as like causing disruption i guess just like taking things i don't know i guess that's just but uh yeah they go in and they take all this a good amount of the spice um, and as they're going back, the, the moss come back and destroy yeah. everything. Well, they're like they're like hand hand pumping the little trolleys or whatever, mm-hmm. the little uh, <laughs> mine carts because they're like you gotta be quiet now. Wake him up! And like he drops his flashlight, and that's where we're like, <gasps> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> and then on the way back, they're getting chased, and the guys have the you know the guys turn the, the engines blasters. on, and that's mm-hmm. when they're like shooting at him and stuff, and they're like, oh well, and then that's when they like come out and swarm and they got kill everybody. Hey, <laughs> I've got something to say. So basically I heard the noise. Is it something bad batch? No, but don't worry. It's something echo. So I heard the noises of uh, a shaver. I don't even know what they're called. Little blades. Oh, there he is. Speak of the. <laughs> so yeah, I heard bingo in the laundry room and I heard the, the sounds of like a razor shaving and and they asked for echo and ricky took him so i think he's on his way to be <laughs> executed please do not cut my hair kind sir okay uh, <laughs> okay may i just ask this would you guys like to open the door and see what bingo nope. looks like nobody can see on a podcast oh, let's go poor bingo <laughs> but it's summertime i'm sure he'll love it yeah you it's okay um all right back to the bad batch so yeah they got these yes. things and do you have gone. anything to say about the moths axel did you like them did you hate them 
I was mad that it wasn't spiders, honestly. But you hate spiders. No, but that's different. (laughs) Well, why is it different? Wait, you play Minecraft. You should know this. What does this have to do with? What? Yeah, (laughs) confused at the comparison. They don't look like real spiders, you know, how Minecraft they don't like. Yes. But they're also not spiders. Just like Bad Batch or anything Star Wars. They don't look like actual spiders. Because it's space. Because they're like... And egg, they're not regular spiders. Like like egg thingies. I yeah. did hate the ones from Mandalorian. Those were really not great. Wait, yeah. really? Those were the Krikna. Yeah. Like in Rebels. Those ones, I I mean, was... They're a little bit different, but yeah. Um. Yes, I didn't enjoy them in Rebels and I didn't enjoy them in Mandalorian. <laughs> neither uh, um but yeah they dropped the spice they drop all of it um thankfully like none of it came out of the actual box which is what i thought had happened um mm. because later uh the pikes get their what's what's his name again roland roland durand he gets in trouble for not having the spice mm-hmm. um and i guess he's new at what at like the pike's relationship i guess yeah uh, so um roland almost dies but they agree to go and get the spice back from the moths or at least from the bottom of the cave right very lucky for them again that they, yeah. it did not just fly out they were the like moths. we know where we dropped it <laughs> in that scary place let's go back i i, I really like that omega is the point of um making uh alliances with other people without really knowing that was Mm -hmm. very much like ezra in star wars rebels when he would connect with someone you make an impression on them and then you know they come back and help him and the gang out at the very end of the series Mm -hmm. and it's because of those relationships that he's made over the years and i just i like that omega is sort of doing that here with Roland even though her team is responsible for putting him in this situation and putting him um in a shameful under a shameful light for his mom um I I feel like he has the potential to uh return like some sort of favor to Omega um because she's just uh, she's just so kind and so unlike anyone in the, in the galaxy that he's probably ever met. So I feel like she's left an impression on him that he could potentially become some sort of ally down the line. Yeah. I mean, it's like uh, when I was pod, when we were podcasting with like uh, Vanessa Marshall and talking about Hera and how Omega befriends Hera, it, sorry, Axel, I'm going to bring you up, but it reminds me of Axel. And when, uh, when he was little and we would go to all these conventions and stuff and he would just go around and be back with like five more friends oh like <laughs> it was that actually happened though yeah <laughs> it was so easy for it's so easy for like kids to just go around and make friends randomly because um you know it's i mean as an adult even me i don't i don't like talking to people at school i don't like making friends <laughs> so like uh axel was just very kind and had that energy to um make relationships and connections with people um hi even if he just saw them for that day and um mm-hmm. never saw Dude. them again it happened all the time at saber guild on tuesdays like every day at the park that's that's also true but like not with saber guild people he would like run to the playground and like there would be some random kids over there and he'd be like hey these guys want to mess with lightsabers they may not <laughs> uh but yeah, like going back to the Ezra thing, I think the thing about Ezra though is that he, it's almost like flipped. Like in this show, Omega is the one who outreaches and wants to help people in the Bad Batch are just trying to get by. And in Rebels, Ezra was kind of just trying to get by until he met the Rebels who really taught him about helping other people. And like, then he started, you know, like he sort of like oh, glommed yeah. onto that and like became better you know, and at, at, at helping and, and doing that kind of thing. Right. But I think also, like, the big thing with Ezra is that that came back to bite him, like being too trustworthy. Yes, with Maul. Like, it cost him a lot. But, and I'm hoping that doesn't happen to... Wait. Uh, it kind Maul. of happened... Well, it did with... 
Um, I mean, it happened here to a point. Well, no, more with um, I can't remember her name right now. Fennec. Yeah, Fennec Shan. Ah, okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. Krennic Shan. But I mean, so far, like those have been narrow getaways and no lasting damage. Right. To anybody or their eyes. Yeah, that's that's Wait. that's true. Mm-hmm. Maul isn't a bad guy. He didn't do anything wrong. Yes, thank you for your op-ed. <laughs> no, Maul's a good guy. He helped Ezra find the temple. <laughs> To be fair, he was right. He was over there like, Ahsoka, come with me. We can stop all this. And she was like, no, thanks. (laughs) And then she was like, not my master. It's not like he blinded anybody or anything. It's not like that happened. I know. No, not at all. (laughs) So I'm going to say something, but don't worry. It's Star Wars related. But I just thought how cool it was that I rewatched Amando and just like got a lot more out of it because like, I don't know, like earlier this year and in 2020, I was an idiot. Don't worry, I'm smart now. I Thank you. think I feel like that makes me sound like an <laughs> so yeah. And I just thought of how cool it was that Luke had his Vader moment and he, you, you know, like at the end of Rogue One, where Vader comes in and he kills all of those like uh guys, and then Luke comes in and he kills all those like droids in the hallway and like a door like very much like that, and it was shot the same way and stuff. I just thought it was cool. Cool. Also, yes, I, I agree. Maybe we should uh, have a podcast where you can talk about that. All of your experiences now that you are grown. <laughs> now that you are tall. <laughs> now that you understand Star Wars a little bit better. I am five foot ten and my thoughts have changed. <laughs> Axel's taller than me now. Good. Yeah. Anyway, uh, where were we? Oh, Omega. Omega. Yeah, she's Omega. she's cool. She Omega. makes a lot of connections. And even with like, even at the end, I'm skipping, but like at the end where um, Hunter's like, why did you want to help him even though, you know, he's not great? She's like, I don't know. I like her the, answer. The, the, the puppy liked him. <laughs> right. He's not happy all bad. He seems like an animal. <laughs> right yeah i do nicely i do love that that conversation took place because and i you know had to remind myself that the bad batch and all of the clone troopers have only been in the galaxy for like 14 15 years so they're the equivalent age of omega Mm -hmm. um so it's essentially a conversation between a child and, and another child and I love that Omega is the one who's had the experience to, you know, see Roland and know that Ruby is a good judge of character. So if Ruby <laughs> was able to, you know, love this guy the way that she does, it means that she, he's not totally bad. And so I like that she was able to bring that up and, you know, let Hunter know that not everyone, I guess, not everyone is, is someone to... Uh, judge and leave behind like there is opportunity if you choose to see it i wonder what like i really want to know omega a little bit more about omega's upbringing me too like where that sort of comes from you know because it's clear she didn't get the same holo django fet training you know what i mean like i don't know what sort of and it also seems that she has personal relationships with like nala say and she was a medical assistant so she seems to be like pretty smart at problem solving and things like that but also she seems to get like personal relationships like she picks up she's very personable yes which like you wouldn't think would happen in uh topoka city because nobody does anything except make clones and train clones exactly even the clones are like barely friends until they start going it just it reveals to me so much about Nala Say and her personal relationship with Omega. It makes me want, I, I wish the show would have incorporated flashbacks for, to Omega and, and Nala Say just to give us that background because it, it's very fascinating to see how Omega is who she is right now and mm-hmm. think about how it has to be Nala Say who helped her learn those kinds of lessons right Mm -hmm. guess what i have a theory i I think the actually this is kind of a bad theory honestly 
Well, I'm hoping that the reason isn't that Django never took care of Omega is because I hope this is not what he said when she was born. He's like, oh, I wanted a boy. Oh, Boba Fett, you're cool, man. You know, I just hope that's not the case. It definitely doesn't seem like Django knew anything about Omega. Hopefully. But I don't know because we don't have the Omega book yet. But what's going to happen if Boba and Omega run into each other? That would be really interesting. Hmm. Yeah, because they're this, they're about the same age. In theory. Like when they say we made two unaltered clones, Alpha and Omega, it like feels like they created them at the same time. Mm-hmm. But then again, like we know Django was like, okay, give me a bunch of money and one little boy. I'm so, curious now that now that I'm thinking about it, I wonder if he actually did want two and then they passed off as one of them having died. And he only got Boba when he initially wanted both wait, of them. What yeah, because if... no one knows that Omega is around right. really wait, on Camino. Right. What if the person who opened up the garage door for the Bad Batch in the first episode, that's that's her. Say, right? Yeah. Say. Well, what if she was the caretaker for, for like both of them and she loved Omega so much? So that's why she made up that, oh, you know, she probably died or something. And she kept Omega? Yeah, she kept baby Omega. What if it's that possible. Oh, that would be interesting. That would be possible. <laughs> but it just seems like Django very, like, I don't know. I feel like Django would ask more questions. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, there's a, you know, from this, even the stuff, the small amount of stuff that's out there about Boba's young, about young Boba, is that, like, Django really treated Boba like a child. Like, Boba doesn't even see the other clones as his brothers. Exactly. Yeah. Because Boba's like, no, I was the son of Django. You mm-hmm. guys are just experiments. Even though they were created in much the same way, but he was unaltered. He was raised as a son. His father took him like bounty hunting and stuff. Like <laughs> it's it, you know, he 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 even like he wears his father's legacy even now. Yeah. Like even now he's like, it was my father's armor. Look That's at this. So rude. My chain code's been encoded in this armor for 25 years. Bo-Katan it's is me. so rude. Boba. She bullied him Boba just because he's adopted. Yeah, Bo-Katan. Uh, Axel is very unhappy with Bo-Katan being a jerk. <laughs> She's such a bully. I love the part where he's like, mine might be the last voice you hear. Or something like that. That's like really, really good. I've heard your voice a thousand times. Oh, yeah. Actually, that was D. Bradley Baker. <laughs> Wait, so they're, they're not the same person? They are. Wait, but... that. It doesn't matter. The joke is over. <laughs> the, the, the say Continue the podcast. Okay. Wait, so I should uh, where we are. Where are we, where are we at right I now? I want to go back to uh, a bolo and catch and their like sneak side <laughs> mission to help a right. friend. Uh, so I was trying to figure Apollo out what catch? the name of it. The, so the creature dog thing. Ruby. Yeah, Ruby. She looks like i was trying to think of what the animal was called and i kept thinking texas 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 and armadillo armadillo and it's so cute and it's it's very colorful armadillo there's this awesome armadillo and his name is armored armadillo i don't know if you know him did the star wars episode guide reveal the title the the name for that species the species i don't know stinky i mean it might have actually because i think the pictures of it went up like back in that episode like hey we made this little creature hey lizzie oh right but like i you might have to go dig i didn't i looked at the episode guy but i don't remember mm. in any case what yes axel so i'm not sure if you still like the movie it's a really great movie in my opinion and it's called nightmare before christmas i'm not sure if you still if you're still into it but i have a comic on it i, I could just send you a bunch of pictures well i will page if you i want. will be there soon so you can All keep right. it there uh, okay. On Wiki- Wikipedia, it just says lizard species. <laughs> of lizard <course>. dillo. <laughs> Did you know that? They might as well just call it an armadillo. Well, at least they gave it a name, Ruby. Ruby. So mm-hmm. it's not a nameless lizard. Yes. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I'm still better what about, about that. But <laughs> she doesn't have a name? No. Uh, and her species doesn't have a name either um i don't think so but uh ruby yeah i really love how she's like the glue to everything in this episode (laughs) and i love how she ran away from uh when she was getting her treats the way she just the popcorn you know the the pit hat on the floor was too cute with mantel mix yeah (laughs) that's how you kidnap me at batu (laughs) 
Except Ranto Rap. Tip you. But Ooh. the popcorn at bat too isn't good. <laughs> Yogan fruit. It's just like caramel corn, which I don't like. Mm. Wait, why do so much people hate on candy corn and black licorice? Those are like the two best candies ever. Honestly. Um cool. Yes. Anyway. Um, anyway, so Ruby. Ruby's cool. I like Ruby. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was waiting to see Ruby roll up into a really cool like Samus Aran style weapon. And yeah. Happened. But you know, Wait. there's still there's still three more episodes left. Wait, two episodes? Two episodes left, huh? Uh, two episodes? No, no three episodes because there's War Mantle and then the two that will be right, the, okay. the final episodes. <laughs> three episodes mm. left. Okay. So this is not episode 14. Uh, no. This is 13. 13. Okay, I got it. Guess what? Lucky Chapter number 13, 13 is called The Lucky Tragedy. Number- Wait, no, the chapter 14 is the tragedy. Chapter 14 is the tragedy, the one we watch over and over. I want my armor! <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway, but, you know, Omega and... I keep forgetting his name. Roland. Roland. Uh, Omega and Roland uh, are trapped together because they're, they're kind of like the... Um, like, the, like the insur- like what do you call them? Like insurance? The insurance? Yeah. Like the uh, leverage? Leverage. There you go. Okay. Yes. That's way uh, <laughs> But they, they kind of talk. <laughs> they kind of talk to each other about like, hey, why are you doing crime? Um <laughs> 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 uh, and then you know, I like that Ruby, you know, crawls over to her. Uh and Roland is like, Ruby doesn't take a liking to many people. So, mm-hmm. like, even that, like, kind of shows how Ruby is maybe semi-good at, like, choosing who's a good person-ish, um, much like Omega, mm-hmm. um, which, uh, which is why at the end she's like, oh, well, Ruby likes him. I don't know why I helped him, but, you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I think it's cute. Guess what? Yes. I never really understood why in Star Wars people just, like, buy a whole crate of spice, like, like me in real life, I would never just go, hey, give me a hundred pounds of cinnamon. Like, I would never just. <laughs> Yo, let me get three tons of pepper. Uh, that's that's if you're selling wholesale. That's when mm-hmm. you would buy big amounts right. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make some money on this pepper resale market. <laughs> <laughs> and you take that three tons and you break it up into little packets and you sell the packets and you make more back on the pepper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm very curious what Issa Durand is going to think if she sees or when she sees her son and how she's how he's lost the one horn. Uh-huh. Like, I'm curious what her reaction would be. Is there a like, that's a new character, right? The Durands? It is. Yeah, they are. Like, we haven't heard that because, like, the name kind of sounds like a familiar, but maybe it's just sounds familiar in a Star Wars. Isn't way. it a fruit? Wait. Yeah, but no. like in Star Wars, there's something that there's I've so heard many of. crime families. Yeah, it reminded me. Durdarian. What is that? Durdarian? Durdarian? What is that? What is that? I don't know. Oh, I'm not I, sure. Durian is it. a fruit. Yeah, I forget the name of. Fruit. I forget the name of the people who ended up stealing the Millennium Falcon at one point. Uh oh, I know this one. Aguavian. <laughs> I know this no, one. no, it was stole like it from a, Duquesne. Who stole Duquesne, it from me? Yes, right. Duquesne. Duquesne. So Another like that's fruit. that's what came to my mind when I heard Durand. But uh-huh. yeah, it's it, these two yeah, are brand new in that family. They like using of... fruits as names. <laughs> okay, Duquesne. There's actually a Star Wars Adventures, like you know, yeah. Flight of the Falcon, little adventure that talks about how Duquesne stole the Falcon. And oh. it's actually pretty adorable. <laughs> I read that. Oh, yeah, that's right. We were going to do that a That whole... guy is a jerk. But then yeah, he, he regrets is. it later on in life. He feels bad about it. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> Cain is not without remorse. <laughs> you should start reading High Republic Adventures. She doesn't like Jedi. I don't like Jedi. What? No. They kind Same. of bore me. And they're so controversial. They're problematic. <laughs> Yeah, very problematic. That's why I don't like, you know, the Skywalkers and stuff. I just like, you know, cool characters like Vimarati and stuff. Wait, Individual. Rebels is cool too. Wait, Not too that? much Skywalker. 
Um, but yeah, the Durans, I'm curious how much of a hold they have on whatever sector they're in. <laughs> I mean, it seems like the family is probably like, I don't know, like Up the impression coming. that his character gives is that he's from a well-to-do family. Right. Yeah. So he it looks seems very like a well-to-do yeah, yeah. crime family is doing well enough wherever they do their business, but it doesn't sound like they're, uh, you know. They definitely don't have the pull of the Pikes or Black Sun or whoever else is rocking around the galaxy right now, Crimson Dawn. Mm-hmm. There's this really cold bounty hunter, and his name is Dodge. What? You Just mean kidding. Dirge? Oh, yeah, that Dirge. makes more sense. Not Dodge. Mm. He is a cool bounty hunter. Continue. I'm now making chair noises. Please stop. Okay. Um. What? What were we talking? Uh, we oh, the horn and the Omega's yes. moment. The fruit. Um, yes. Uh, but later he does like, uh, they do return the spice back and they're like, well, you know, you it's still shouldn't have messed with us, Duran. Uh, and they slice one of his horns off, which yeah. I was, I don't know why I thought they were going to slice his head off like in front of well, Omega it, and yeah, stuff. That's what it looked like. It, it, it is what it was looking but like, but exactly I really thought I they thought. were going to do it. Um, that must have really hurt it's probably like pulling out teeth yeah oh, okay i would I prefer like that over like nail, but yeah, i would prefer that right. over my head though but here's what i thought was going to happen i thought that they were going to take his eye out because i remember in that one in this very cool episode of dark crystal where in you know scientist hmm. gets in trouble because he let the gelfling steal the vial which had all the essence in it. And if you guys don't know, the essence is what the Skaxis use. To, so basically, he's like, this requires a more permanent uh, punishment. And bring out paper beetle. And it like crawls inside his eye and like eats everything out. And then now he has a cyborg eye. You. That's scientist. His nickname would be cyborg eye if Sid met him. Yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> anyway, let's go cyborg eye. <laughs> Dude, I love Emperor's laugh. Oh, 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 oh. I just love her. I don't know. He's my favorite. Skexy. Okay, Star Wars. Anyway, Star Wars. Star Wars. People. Yes, Star Wars. Um, you keep speaking, and then I forget. Right. Uh, so <laughs> Roland's Roland's horn and uh, Sid getting her parlor back. <laughs> yeah um so basically do, what i was she... trying to say is i thought they were just gonna take his eye out that's really all i was trying to say yes that would be interesting and very uh probably not very family friendly um, Star Wars. it is star wars but that's intense i guess even getting blinded is also pretty intense um anyway uh yes it gets her um her bar back, which is mm-hmm. nice. Uh, she's very excited about that. Um, and she, I do like how she's like, oh, first round's on me. And Wrecker's like, you definitely owe us a lot more than just that. No, they don't. <laughs> I mean, no, she doesn't. She's like, I, we would, I would if you hadn't ordered like 17 tons of Mantel mix. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so many. What is Mantel mix? It's basically a Batu mix. Ugh. Okay. Yes, it's the popcorn. Mm-hmm. You guys didn't like it. You guys tried it, right? I, I didn't like it. I don't like okay. sweet popcorn. Nobody liked it. Dude, okay. Nobody, I haven't tried it. Nobody likes sweet popcorn. Somebody likes it. Who? Batuans? Question. Pat <laughs> <laughs> Saka? Batuine. Probably digs it. Okay, no one's laughing. It's because it's not. Funny. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, actually, I do remember getting Axel popcorn yeah it was chocolate or though it was chocolate though that was interesting that was good kind of anyway sorry um but overall i really liked the episode um i definitely wouldn't call it a filler episode i don't call anything filler episodes there's always something good Mm -hmm. to be said or something to be learned in every episode even if it doesn't like overtly contribute to some larger like narrative like that. And I think this is, I, and I guess it's, it's not my problem, but also like, I believe sometimes 
people who are watching a thing like this, like this animated series or reading a book or a comic or something, they do it because they feel it's going to add something to a bigger narrative that they care about. Like, you know, people who are, I don't know, watching like resistance because they want to know what happens right before rise of Skywalker or something like that. Like they want to know the bigger story and they're like, Ooh, let me get a little bit of background here. But the story here are about these characters generally like resistance was about those characters. This show is about these characters. So if you're like watching it to be like, Oh, like that's how, I don't know, Hera formed a rebellion. Then you're probably going to be like, Oh, this was filler. Cause like nothing happened, but it's not the story is about these characters and you just want it to be about something else. Mm-hmm. You know, thank I you for coming agree. to my TED talk. Just, <laughs> those two chimneys were just right next to each other. It would be awesome. What? Continue. He says this every episode. Oh, but then again, like he, we were on like three episodes with Zoe and he says it every episode. I'm not going to explain it. Listen to your own podcast. <laughs> I, I didn't realize. <laughs> uh, but I mean, that's the end of the episode. And I'm, um, again, even though I, I think Omega is a little too naive sometimes, like she's she's doing good and i mm-hmm. i believe in her she's living her best life she is uh somewhat best, she's getting her, she's kind of getting tracked down but like with her know. best bros yes but she's helping getting them through <laughs> where would they where oh where would they be without her <laughs> uh probably camino they would have never they would have got there and been like well we're never going to find sid what do we do now they wouldn't have been there in the first place because the reason they went to Sid was because they wanted to know who was tracking down Omega Mm -hmm. so they would have been somewhere completely different doing completely different things but uh, yeah for me like I mentioned it it wasn't a filler mainly because uh, it gave some character moments that I appreciate because a lot of the time it feels like I have to grasp at what the characters are are like what meaning behind what they do is and like I have to grasp at that and and interpret it my way even though that's maybe not what the writers wanted Mm -hmm. or intended so I I like when they give me things when it's about the characters even though it doesn't relate to their overall story um so but but that said I, I will like I would really like to get back to you know, her and the fact that the Kaminoans still want her and, you know, are there more bounty hunters who are after her and things of that nature. Like, I would like to connect back to that storyline and see if it, you know, it's going to get wrapped up by the end of the season or mm-hmm. get continued in season two. So, um, but I but I do appreciate what this episode was able to do and what they gave us with it. I think the best part about this podcast, about these types of podcasts, is that we each have our own mic, and I can make all the noise I want, and you can just edit it out. So I'm going to be chewing on- Not true. So I'm just going to be chewing on Steve for the next couple of minutes. Not true. This is not a Rogue Rebels podcast. This is all recorded on a Zoom. Oh, God. (laughs) Dang it. Um, But yes, I agree. Thank you, Jonah. Before Axel. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, I- I, I'm excited for the next few episodes. And we're getting to that like season wrap up or oh, man. Se- or series wrap up. We don't know. I hope we don't know. Too, we don't know. <laughs> I'll take a comic book. I don't care. I would too because I I really you know. would like to see some of these storylines you know tied up at the end. If I guess if we were going to continue Omega's story. Would you rather it a book or see it in animation? Animation. Animation, but I also wouldn't mind a book with the animation. <laughs> More information. I mean, I think a book like gets deeper in characters in a way that film can't do. Exactly. Uh, but like, so I like, I'm a big proponent of having characters go across different mediums. Like, cause mm-hmm. every medium has its strength. You know what I mean? So I think like after doing a visual medium, yeah, maybe try a book or a comic book or something different, you know, or a, I don't know, Omega, the video game, <laughs> you know, like sometimes like uh, putting about, yourself in the character's shoes has, uh, gives it an interesting. Uh, how about a new character combined 
with both of the Star Wars babies, oh, no. Omega and Baby Yoda, aka Gromega. Check your WhatsApp. I just sent you something. I don't know. No. If I, I got saw it. it. No. You saw it. Okay, good. I'm, anyway. I'm going to send it to Jonah and Zoe. No. Gasp. Wait, I think. Phone. I think I remember what this is. I think I remember what this is. <laughs> but it's yeah, okay. You can, Everybody's you can seen it already. It's fine. Send it to me if you would like. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm really enjoying the show. We got three episodes, people, for Voss to show up. So everybody just keep your fingers crossed. <laughs> we do. I knew he <laughs> was going to come just, back to you just, Voss. You keep out. Don't ever give up hope, y'all. Don't let your dreams be dreams. <laughs> oh, Sal. <laughs> Everybody's, everybody got their brand, man. Veer's watch got Veer's to come back. I can will this into existence. I this got a story is true. To tell. But don't worry. It's not another Dark Crystal reference. So I remember the other day, like last Sunday, no, last, last Sunday, actually, we were at an armor party and the guy looked at me and then he turned back at Sal and he's like, dude, I just looked at Axel and I swear to God, it felt like I was looking at Liz. I don't know. Apparently, I have your wife's eyes and my mother's eyes, the same person's that eyes. Makes sense. That's crazy. Yeah, that does make sense. Mm-hmm. You were genetically engineered. I know, right? To have a fewer, <laughs> <laughs> to be more a- a- accommodating. No, what was it? Uh, whatever. Episode two, y'all. <laughs> Let's just watch it again. I already failed. All right. I think that is a podcast. Then I think that's pretty successful. Podcast. Yeah, that was a nice podcast. I would call that a podcast. I'd it call was. that a pretty good podcast. That is a fact. <laughs> it cannot be disputed that that was a podcast. <laughs> we can start doing wrap ups and like plugs and stuff. Um, wrapping up. So for Star Wars Geek Girl, we have Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram. You can find us at, at Star Wars Geek Girl or S- at SW Geek Girl. Uh, there's also a website, StarWarsGeekGirl.com. Uh, Zoe creates monthly polls, quizzes on Wednesdays, and she creates uh, blogs and articles on Fridays. They're great. Um, and they're also, uh, the Hinton family are having a Wrecker Helmet giveaway. You can sign up for blog subscriptions before August 1st. So if you want a Wrecker Helmet, go do that on, at StarWarsGeekGirl.com. Cool. The Rouge uh, Rebels. You can check us out at therogerebels.com, uh, where I recently uploaded my review of Out of the Shadows, the book that Target doesn't have. <laughs> also, you can check us out on TikTok at the Rogue Rebels and Instagram at the Rogue Rebels, Twitch, Rogue Rebels. You can also check us out at Twitch, but I'm an idiot and I forgot to get a capture card, so we won't playing any more Minecraft. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> we stream on Thursdays at three. Uh, you can check out the podcast. Rogue Rebels podcast is available anywhere you get podcasts. But if you go check on Spotify, I have Rogue Rebels playlists that neatly sort by subject. So if you want all Bad Batch episodes, I got them. If you want all High Republic episodes, I got them. And that is getting added to a lot because there's a lot of new books and comics. We just recently did an episode on High Republic Adventures and High Republic. Uh, comics and i got the book stuff coming check out the facebook page go like it go like it be our friend uh tweets at rogue rebels fan bye and them i got epic jonah where can we find geeky bubble sure so listeners can find geeky bubble on the twitter with the twitter handle at geeky bubble pod and they could also find me at blue jay guys and for our podcast, you could just visit anchor.fm and then search for Geeky Bubble. <laughs> I think. And that's and it. Thank you so much for being here. Of course, and, uh, definitely. Dad, Axel, thank you, especially Axel. I got one uh, more story. So yesterday, us. yesterday on Tuesday, I remembered that day like it was just yesterday. Anyway. Wow. So yeah. I was on the floor because he was taking pictures outside of the house. And so basically I was on the floor and I had nothing better to do. So I started just doing push-ups in the middle of the room in my uniform. And the lady outside just saw me. I was like, what the heck is that kid doing? Mm. She just saw me like laying on the floor and just like doing random stuff. Like I was on my phone on the floor and just like, I don't know. Very professional. (laughs) 
very professional lens go check us out oh uh, no, no just, sorry just get nope don't don't check us out please please sorry sean don't tell people where we work i'm man. sorry <laughs> um, sorry sean okay. anyway um yeah thank you guys so much for being on the podcast go zoe i'm sure it says bye and thank you um and <laughs> That is Un Podcast. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I don't know. May the force be with you. It's called a and... ghost, okay? <laughs> Just a ghost noise. Thank you for the ghost noises. I very much appreciate it. Uh, thank you welcome. so much for listening and goodbye. I don't think they can see you. Uh, no, but Zoe... Uh, whenever she could be done recording. Star Wars Geek Girls They're geek girls that like Star Wars And sometimes cry.